morning, everybody. Hitting that pose. Hello, team. How we doing, everybody? Turn that. <laughs> no, we got to let it play out it's okay. in its entirety. Give it a slow recoil or some sort of... I'm sure there's like a name for it. It's probably cool. Like yes. Yeah. Ooh. That's what I'm talking about. Just mute. <laughs> hey, now. What's going on? Hi. Um, How we doing? Do you got a lot going on this week? We do. Almost too much. It's oh, yeah. uh, episode 13 here. Is it really? Jesus Christ. I am. It's Friday. Friday the 13th. Lives. Whole thing. Enough is enough. <laughs> the turkey team's back. What do we want to get into right up top? It's Fred Durst Friday. We're in observance of that. That's going it's on. A, it's an important day. One of our favorite directors. What did he direct again? Um, it's something we like. Like a underdog, like kids sports movie that nobody's seen nice. called The Long Shots, and some movie with Jesse Eisenberg that barely exists that called I, like I, The I Education of Charlie night. Banks. I think. I think I shut that off. Yeah. Yeah. And he Eisenberg is good in Social Network. And that's probably it. No, nah, I like him in Squid and the Whale, but I don't yeah, like actually. Squid. And, I don't like Squid and the Whale because of Jesse Eisenberg. Mm. I like Social Network because of Jesse Eisenberg. And we talked about it before. But Fred Durst has a new movie they directed coming out starring John Travolta. It's like yes. loosely based on Fred Durst's life. Trading Paint. I wish. That's. Did you watch that? No, I wanted to. That's another like Travolta turkey. Yeah, that looks like a real, real, real piece of shit. It's like a, it's like a VR movie or something. I'm glad the, the goblin is back. Yes. Oh my God. Enough is enough. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Did you see that they're making a uh, a Grease prequel? Speaking of Travolta. Uh, starring who? Well, I was hoping Jonathan Lipnicki and. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin James. Ooh, good casting. You have a good eye. But uh it's another, you know, it's one of my talents. I was hoping they do a lot of like de-aging in these movies. Like Samuel L. Jackson oh, was de-aged. I was I hoping let's de-age Travolta and get him back in that role. Push the hair plugs further forward, make give yes. him a little more of a <laughs> face. Yes. I think that's the only way to tackle that. That would be fun. Um, we already talked about the Joker prequel, right? While we're on the subject of prequels. I don't want to double that up. I have it in my notes, and I don't recall mentioning it. Well, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix Joker. I don't think we Todd talked. Phillips. Yeah, I don't think we talked about it on here. We talked about it IRL. Um, er, yes. I think yeah. it looks great. You're tired of the Joker. Yeah. Why are you tired of the Joker? Let's, let's dive into that a little bit. I mean... What don't you like about him? You know, I think he's just a little too twisted. I can't handle it, bro. Did Jared Leto, like, was he the straw that broke the camel's back? Yeah, once I saw him, like, cackling near a, a pile of knives, I was just like, whoa, man. Yeah, he sucks. This character's insane. Uh, I'm going to go no. out on a limb and say that Jared Leto is only good in um, Highway with Jake Gyllenhaal, where they're, that's like, fair. two guys driving around getting chicks, like, in the West somewhere. Yeah, that's sick. He's good in the some story stuff. of our lives. But yeah, that new Joker, it's uh, with Joaquin Phoenix. Everyone seemed like dazzled by this trailer. I was kind of like, ugh. I thought it looked awesome. Hank's smelling a smell. We're investigating a possible 
dog shit situation that could be brewing. Just gas. Just, just gas. gas. It's just gas, fans. It's not time. But yeah, I don't know. It might be cool. I'll, I'll see it, obviously, but <sighs> too many yeah. Jokers. Like, Jared Leto's still the Joker in, like, some other movie that they're making. It's like, what's what's going on with all these all these Jokers? Uh, an which impractical, Suicide Squad sequel, right? An impractical amount of Jokers. Wow. Ooh, I'm smelling that gas. That gas is real. She just <laughs> ate. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Let's let this play for just a second. Oh, Jared Leto's band, 30 Seconds to Mars, you queued up? This is harkening back to our early days. Yeah, they stink. When we played cuts. Let's be honest. No more cuts. There's a reason we don't do that anymore, folks. <laughs> yeah. And it's because they're all bad. There's, good music doesn't exist anymore. Jared uh, Leto's going to come after us for the copyrights. I enjoyed him blow up. in the, uh, 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 what is it? Um, fuck. Fight Club? Nope. Who directed? I want you to bit me as hard as you can. <laughs> Fat Club. Yes, yes, yes. I, uh, now it's escaping me because I wasn't planning on discussing this and everything that I do is fucking rehearsed now because I'm a puppet. Wow. It's uh, a reveal. Oh, that's sad, isn't it? No. Damn it. What's it called? Um, the we, heroin movie. Jared Leto was? Yeah. With Marlon Wayans is in it and they're drug addicts. Oh, Requiem for there a Dream. Who directed that? Uh, Darren Aronofsky. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm just her. an old, broken down piece of meat. Yes. He does uh, good stuff. Yeah, I like him. That movie is like the biggest sob story ever. It really is. And like the mother becoming a drug addict and like... Huh. That, that used to be a movie when we were in... Uh, when we were in high school, people would be like, "Let's fucking put on Requiem," like it's oh. like, like it's like a fun party movie. It's like this is about movie people. People are dying from hard drug. Yeah, use. Will and I watched that once when we were really stoned, and I remember it making me uncomfortable. People were like fucking party scene. Let's put it on. Uh, like, oh, okay. Yeah, that that movie didn't do it for me. It's too much. Like it's it's like the first time you watch it, it's like okay, cool. But then there's like the scene with Jennifer Connelly with the dildo, the double ended dildo, like for money. I like don't even remember that. People always talk about that scene. It's gross. I need and to weird, watch it again. It's like a bunch of creeps. I hate it. It's it's unsettling. It's a very stylish film. Very odd scene. I, I'm I'm People not a like, fan. I'm err about it. What are you yeah, not like, a fan of going? Who cares how stylish it is? Like in my opinion. Mm. I mean, Scotty likes that style. Yeah, over substance. I, I Although Scotty likes all, Scotty likes substance too. I'm a substance guy. I'm a I'm a script guy. He likes a nice mix. I'm an acting guy. I like the acting. Mm. If a movie has shitty actors in it, you're never gonna get me. Like name one movie with a bad actor in it that I enjoy that isn't like a joke. Yeah, you can't do it. That actually, we'll get into it later. But one of our top featured reviews, I felt one actor almost like ruined the whole movie. But we'll get back to that. That's just a little tease for the fans. But what, yeah, what are you talking about? Now I gotta know. Pet Cemetery. Oh, that movie sucked. Yeah. Do you want to just get into it? Let's now? just dive into it. Yeah. yeah. I do. You have notes on it? I I think I have a couple. This was a movie. It like started. You were taking notes during the movie, which I appreciated. <laughs> I I didn't feel like doing that. That's my move. I fucking hated it. It was a piece of shit. It was boring. Mm. Is my main review for it. It was uh. But yeah, bad acting was the daughter in that movie was just like she ruined the whole movie. Like she just couldn't act. Like uh, it's one of those things. Like the people making it must have been like, wow, this this girl doesn't really have the chops to pull this off. What are we gonna oh, the do? The daughter, here? yeah. 
I, Especially th- like post twist, like something happens to her, and then like things are required of her, and she just doesn't have the chops. And don't to you up. dare use a Deus Ex Machina! Yeah. <laughs> it's just I don't have any bloody use for it. I yeah, it was. But yeah, this was the Stephen King movie. Everyone was like raving about it. Like this is sick. It's crazy. I didn't. It's boring. Got Turkey. worse as it went on. Yeah, I was very bored. And that was the first time that I probably could have proposed a walkout and you would have done it. I would have. You would have left. I could see it. And you, I was you, like... You sent me a note mid-feature that just said, this fucking stinks or something like that. I did. Not even... I just showed him on my phone, which I think is funnier. Yeah. Like... Um, but I it is... Do we want to talk about... I wrote down a little list that I thought was kind of cute and fun. Oh, I've been fun. meaning to talk about Love a list. Jeff Goldblum and The Fly for weeks, Ooh. but I'm too lazy to bring it up again now. I have a ton well, of you notes. Just, you just did. All right. Is that well, I, the list is something else, and I just scrolled over The Fly, and I'm like, I've been ignoring The Fly for two weeks. I hadn't seen The Fly. I hadn't either. I watched, I watched it for the first time ever. Like, on Shudder? Three or four months ago. Um, on one of them. Shutter, the yeah, the horror streaming service is what I saw it on. I don't know where else you can find it, folks. But I think I might have seen it on Hulu. Okay. But yes. It's a horror movie with Jeff Goldblum as a scientist oh, who's kind of hard. typical Jeff. It's very, um, yeah. it's like peak Jeff Goldblum of him just this was smarmy before, and handsome. This was like before he was a joke, though. This is like 80s Goldblum. Where he was actually cool. Like yeah. the big chill had just come out. Like he kicked ass in the 80s, in mm. my opinion. And then like Jurassic Park came out and he was this awesome. Mm. Like 1980 to 1975 to 19 to 2005 Goldblum rules. I mean, like, I, I can dig that time frame. I'm going to dig up IMDb. But The Fly was awesome. And it, I don't, you know, I it's, won't ruin it for the folks, but. I mean, it's like a 40-year-old movie at this point. It's like a classic, like... It's just an old-school movie. I remember just being like, wow, this is solid. It's like, like this... one of those movies that's made in early 80s, and it doesn't look like it. It, like, it, yeah. looks, it holds up, despite like, the lack of technology. People know the movie. Like, the guy he turns into a fly. He's like a scientist who's tinkering, and he's a fly sneaks into the machine with him. I actually knew this movie best from that episode of The Simpsons, like Treehouse of Horror they did back in the they day. They did a whole... Where, like, Bart did it. So that's... Yeah. When I was watching it, I was thinking of that... That's funny. That episode of The Simmies. Um, but, um... Yeah, yeah, so he's done... He did that NTS... NTSFSDSUV, that, like... Oh, that uh, Paul Shear yeah, side yeah. card central show. Right. So that's funny. Yeah, I didn't realize he them. did so many episodes of Law & Order Criminal Intent. He was, like, a real... Was he a guy on that show must have been i guess yeah oh actually now that you say that he replaced what's his face for a few seasons he replaced uh vincent d'onofrio okay that makes sense he's like hi i'll give this a go he did a voice on king of the hill which as you know <laughs> i am roaring through yeah i can't wait for you to get to the Jeff he did Goldblum an episode, episode of mr show he did two jurassic park movies yes and then he bailed he did a little bit of the larry sanders show Independence Day, Great White Hype, which is a fucking awesome movie. I think Peter Berg starred in it. I'm not sure who directed it. Peter Berg. And Marlon Wayans. I'm sorry, Damon Wayans. I'm in on the all The director Wayans's. is Reginald Hudlin, who I've never heard of, so whatever. But I support any and all Wayans's. I guess he directed House Party and Joe's Apartment. Wow. That's a hell of a feature. Jerry O'Connell. Oh, no, he did the voice of one of the roaches in Joe's Apartment. Even wow. better. That's Terry serious. O'Connell, friend of the show. I was just going to say that. Were you really? <laughs> yes. Fuck. Literally. I was. 
I mean, he just seems like he's in. And I was a big sliders guy, so, I mean, we're just all on the same page. Have you seen uh, The Big Chill? No. But Speaking Gold of Goldblum, was, I he did s- The Big Chill in 1983, which is, oh no, yeah, 83, which is the year I was born. He also was in The Right Stuff. No, but this reminds me, uh, Disney came out with, like, they're coming out with Disney Plus, their new streaming service, because uh-huh. they, like, own everything, and this will be the new thing that everyone watches their content through. But they announced some of the original shows. One of them stars our boy, Jeff Goldblum himself, leaning into the worst aspect of him. That, like, the show's called The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Ugh. Which you can just imagine what this show is going to be. It's just going to be him like out in the world being like, so, uh, I'm, I'm weird. What are we doing over here, people? Huh? And it's yeah. just, it's going to be a nightmare. And That's a shame. I'm glad you brought up Goldblum because that, uh, I couldn't. On your, on your dinosaur tour, right? Oh, oh hi. Hi, See, the Tyrannosaur uh, doesn't have any set patterns or, or, or park schedules. The essence. <laughs> Uh, of chaos. Chaotician. Chaotician. Like the world according to Jeff Goldblum. That sounds like I something. I hate that he's Murray. He Bill Murrayed himself. Exactly. It's, we did this last week. Like, Thank he, you. They've both become like pizza culture and they were, yes. you know, Goldblum. Well, Goldblum was great. And then like all of a sudden he became like he started doing like the cover of GQ and like that was kind of cool because like I don't even though G, GQ sort of jumped the shark because magazines are sort of dead. But true. It, to me, it'll always be like kind of cool. And it's just like something happened where it's like the wrong people get a hold of something and it just goes to shit. Yeah. He's, um, he's just like a meme now. He's just a walking yeah, meme. It's who, over. Who like wears colorful glasses and like makes wacky poses. Like, oh. And the world according to Jeff Goldblum, that's just, that seems like a show that like YouTube Red and Crackle passed on. Mm. And Apple Plus, or no, Disney Plus. Fucking is, Crackle. They're like leading the charge. They're I can't like, believe Crackle. Is Crackle owned by the people who made Mad Magazine or something? Like, where did that channel come from? I think that's Cracked, you're thinking of. Some, like, website yeah. that doesn't exist. Well, Cracked was a magazine initially. I think it was, like, an offshoot offshoot of Mad. Cracked. Ugh. Did you see the preview for that new Chris Lilly show? I don't think we I, discussed I this. I wrote this down just to talk about it. Yeah. What's it called again? I think it's called, like... The world according to Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Yes. It's called like Wild Cards or something. Sidecars. I don't know. It's, it's on one, HBO. It's one word. I think it's Netflix, actually. Interesting. Yeah, How did HBO not H- lock that up? Yeah. They they probably just he put on like the History Boys or whatever the hell that show was called. <laughs> that boy. Just. Yeah, the, and whatever what was that whatever that show was the one that was like the Summer Heights High was out and that was hilarious and then yeah. they did the Jamae Private School Girl and that was mediocre as hell yeah. and then he they had, did something else yeah there was had, like Jonah from Takalua or whatever and I think even like another one he had several shows they gave him a lot of shots and, and this yeah this new one he has six like new characters that are all like intermingling which... so it's, I think at this point we've settled on the fact that Chris Lilly <laughs> has multiple personalities. <laughs> One of the characters, it's him as like this <laughs> this seven foot three woman, and it's so stupid. But he like walks in a room and his hair gets stuck in a uh, in a friggin' ceiling fan, and God, it was just a cackle. Um, I'll watch it. 
Yeah. He has six new characters? Yes, six freshies. Okay. Which, I mean, one, at least one of them's going to be good. I'm yeah. already sold by the seven-foot-three, like, awkward <laughs> woman who's like, hi. Yeah, hi. I, I, I like him pretty much in everything that I've seen him in. Mm. Like, the... The scenes of Summer Heights High when he's in the Mr. G character, and they're all, and that those are still on HBO Go if you guys want to check that out. But they're all sitting in the circle, mm. and like doing, they're acting out the drama scenes, and just it fucking kills me. And like the scene when the girl walks in and he's like, "Where have you been, bitch?" And like yeah. just, he's he, like, he's very goofy, just very gay. Yeah, which I just him leaning into that is great. I don't see how anyone, if you show them like the right scene from one of these shows, I don't see how you couldn't be like, this guy's clearly a cackle. <laughs> like, he's just doing and saying whatever it takes to get those cheapies flowing. With that stupid little dog. I'm trying to open the note here and it won't. You dig. I hate how like the, the it, I don't even, it doesn't matter. I got it to work. Do we want to um, discuss, you just finished up a, a hot new Netflix zombie show? Yeah, we might as well discuss the fresh stuff first before I'm talking about sleeping with the enemy with Julia Roberts, because that's <laughs> going to happen. Wow. Um, yeah, I finished tease. up... You finished up Black Summer with this, this program? Black Summer. It was a, what, ten or eight-part series on Netflix. I'm sure they'll mm. make four more seasons, because everybody's clamoring for fucking zombies. I'm not. Yeah. Jeff. I'm over it. I watched The Walking Dead. Or I'm not, Doug. There, that's what I was... Happy Gilmore, fuck. Also known as The, <clears throat> the Walking Dead. Yeah, I, I watched a couple of seasons of that. Got I remember him. once people got interested in it, I lost interest. I was like, oh, people like this? I gotta bail. I watched it for way too long. You hung in there. It's. It Were you so... a Talking Dead guy? No. <clears throat> With fucking no, Chris no, no. Hard on? I mean, I watch almost anything, but I will not watch Chris Hardwick discuss an episode of television i'd rather watch him beat his girlfriend and then pay her (laughs) off to silence her so he can have his career back even though they cut his deal at comedy central because he's a smarmy little prick hey now nice tie chris wow i'd love to shove it down his throat until he choked to death points points frank um i'm giving Hank points like chris hardwick used to doing uh, at midnight i'm fully explaining it for the fans (laughs) i didn't laugh i'm sorry i felt like it wasn't landing it missed (laughs) well that's how much i don't like him i never watched at midnight people go you know it's pretty funny yeah because the comedians that he has on so he has jim norton on i'll watch a jim norton special or i'll listen to jim norton on his radio show on sirius i'm not gonna watch another comedian watering down their bits that i don't like Hey a short little fucking zilch standing at a podium. Points. Too dressed up. Points. Yeah, points. <laughs> like, oh, Z's on sorry. You got some points. I mean, he's an enemy of the show. It's official now. Enemy. Chris Hardwick, you're So an far, enemy. the allies to the show are uh, Jerry O'Connell, yep. Dean Cain. He's very in. And uh, Ike Barinholtz. Yes. <clears throat> Ooh, speaking of which, uh, did you watch The Oath, which is new on Hulu? The movie he wrote and directed, starring him and Tiffany Haddish or Haddish. I do like her. Yeah. she's sassy. She's she actually plays down her sass you got a, a bit in this one. No, you got a schmutz. Yeah. Um, Dopely. You got it. You got okay. the schmutz. <laughs> I haven't seen that. No, I do like him though. Like, Blockers was not that funny, but I liked it because it's him. Yeah, I'll just do a quick thing. I don't even have notes. Yeah, on yeah me, go but ahead. And then what were we talking about? Go back into that stupid zombie show that I didn't like. Yes, <clears throat> but the oath. Uh, Ike Barinholtz wrote and directed it. It's like a comedy that becomes kind of a horror movie. Actually, that's cool. I'll stop talking about it because to explain it would be to ruin it. And it's actually kind of like fun and surprising. It's not like amazing, but it's worth a watch, especially if you have Hulu. 
which it's on. But let's get back to the zombie show and how unremarkable it was. I, or, I have or was some, it dope? I do. It was okay. Okay. Yeah, um, zombie stuff. I'd love to. You know, like how the the cursor or the scroll bar for the notes files goes away on a Mac and it just vanishes, and then you have to like hit the down key. I do now. It's. It sucks, and if Steve Jobs were alive, he would have <laughs> want nothing to do with this. All right, so yeah. Black Summer's new show on Netflix came out yesterday, and I tore through the whole thing. Wow. In my initial notes, I called it gripping. I'm going to take that back. I'm going to say it's a pilot-heavy show. You're like, rescinding the gripping? I'm rescinding my own note. Wow. Jamie King is in it, who I dig. You'll probably remember her from Gary Unmarried. <laughs> I remember... <laughs> Wow. With my boy Jay Moore, another friend of the show. He is on the list, yes. Uh, yeah, it was it was great in the beginning. I remember her as uh, Goldie from Sin City. <clears throat> my mitts. Goldie. <laughs> uh, she was in the Sin City sequel as well, which was a huge turkey. I shut it off. Um, I feel like that comes up every show. One of us is like, Sin City 2 is really fucking bad, by well, the way. Well, <laughs> the best part about Sin City 2 is that they made it a decade after the first one. Yes. Like, they waited... Full decade, like was Frank yeah. Miller held up? They do that with every doodling. Yeah, they do that with every movie. They talk about a sequel for like so long, and everyone's all jazzed. Then it finally comes out, and it's like, oh, now, like what? I want. I can't wait for the day when we're in theaters and the Avatar sequel trailer <laughs> pops up. Like we weren't expecting it because we don't give a shit, and then it's like Avatar. Yeah. I'll have such a. <laughs> well, they announced the titles. They're like insane. One of them's called like Avatar: The Seed Bearer. It's like, is this like? Are they Do we trying? even have to talk about it? No, we don't. But it's I like, saw you... the I saw Avatar in a packed house theater. I went skiing with like some of the team. Avatar. And I don't ski very well, so I just chose to not. Mm. And I think I was in sales at the time. This is years ago, so I like made some work calls and like yeah, this was, did some stuff in the that morning. That came out like oh eight oh nine. This well, was ten years ago. It was two thousand ten, I believe. Okay, fair. So okay. I took one. They didn't. Well, I had we had an extra car, so I everyone was in the other car. So I took the car. And I just drove to the movies by myself. Just drive. And I, and I went to Starbucks and got a, like a latte. And then I got in my seats and it was a full packed house. Mm. And I got my 3D glasses I was going to say, were you in um, 3D? Yeah, um, 3D. And I, and I hated it. And it mm. was three and a half or whatever. And I wanted to leave. Remember the time you and I were going to see Avatar and we were in Randolph and we sat down in the seats and then we realized how packed it was and we left and got our money back? You gotta remember it. It was great. It was a triumphant moment in enough history. That definitely sounds like us. Like the slightest inconvenience. Like, well, we're out. Yeah, <laughs> like, we were. We bailed. Let's get the hell out of here. I saw that solo in the theater at some point. You big Avatar guy. I am. Are you making a video? You're in the I visual element. I told you that the, this goatee isn't ready for the, the goatee cam. This goatee was supposed to be theater of the mind. No, and it, now it looks it's good. Too much. It's cleaned up, looking sharp. What about movie theater? Scotty Sharpface. What do you think about movie theater? The mind is that anything? Uh, sure. He's in on it. Oh, back to the Netflix show though. <laughs> um, Zombie guys. I loved it in the beginning. The reason I liked it is because it got it dives it dove right in. Mm. No build up, just build. right. Yeah, we hate build. Build, so, build, so it, build. Why don't more shows do this? Is what I wrote down, and I was like, this is fucking great, and. You know, mm. like Jamie King's hot, and like it just and even though she's getting older now, she still looks great. And like they yes. dove right into it, and people were getting killed, and like some lady went through a windshield. And then like they they backpedal a little bit, and it starts getting to the point of like trying to establish like more cohesion and storyline and like mm. reason. And it just 
they lost me. And I got super bored with like the second half of the series. I watched all eight episodes. Yeah, that's rough when it's not just like a bad episode. It's like a bad stretch. And you're just like muscling through like sloggy episodes. Yeah, I was quite bored. But yeah, zombie-wise, after watching The Walking... I've Wa- had it with zombies. Yeah, after watching The Walking Dead for so many years, I just can't, like... There's nothing they can do to zombies that would, like, get me interested. It's always the same thing. It's like, oh, like, all the people are bad because everyone's just gone crazy because of the zombies. And then, like, someone gets bitten by a zombie and they're, like, hiding it from everybody. And Why does then, somebody like, always have to hide it? If I, I got bit by a zombie, I'd just be like, guys, just shoot me in the head. Yeah. I'd actually ask them to shoot me in the head before getting bit. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, guys, I hear you got a gun. Yeah. I'm going to need you to take me out. Like, there's actually no zombies around here but yet. But Ryan, you we just... could use your help, and everything's gonna. We're gonna get to the safety. And no, that's all right. Take me out. No, see the blood. They got me. I'm. I'm totally a zombie. Just shoot me. Which ones are dead? <clears throat> um, I also watched The Silence, also on Netflix mm. with Stanley Tucci. Similar vein. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll watch any Tucci vehicle. Another friend of the show. I feel like you know, we just got to get them all out there. Tucci. He's on the team. Um, this movie, it also stars John Corbett from Sex and the City, ooh. who plays like the outdoorsy boyfriend to Carrie Bradshaw, who can like build things, and he's super nice, and like he has a dog, and I believe she's mean to him. John Corbett not on the team, surprisingly. Yeah, he's not a fan of you. Wow, is what, what he told me. Wow. We do a woodworking class together. <laughs> That's actually him in real life. Starting a specific beef with John Corbett, I and like it had Kiernan Kiernan Shipka, Sally Draper. Hmm. From she's Mad good. Men. She gets Guess a lot how of old she is now. She's probably like 20. Yeah, she's 20, 21, yeah. Nailed she's it. looking good. Um, <laughs> she's been activated. It's an, yeah, that's safe. That's safe a, to say. You can say. I get away. I would have said it three years ago. <laughs> um, it's like one of those end of the world kind of movies. It sort of felt like a bit of a Quiet Place ripoff in that they had to be really quiet. That's and what, I hated The Quiet Place. Every review for this I saw, they bring it up in like the headline. Like, this is just like a quiet place, but again, only like a but cult worse, is involved. Yeah. And there's like these weird religious zealots following them around. I hate zealots. And it was like they just made hate. a movie without wanting to write dialogue. I hate me a zealot. And it's Get basically just the sound that the monsters make screaming at you for 90 minutes with a shitty ending. Is and it an annoying monster sound? Like, <laughs> I'd rather listen to the turkey sound, personally. The uh, I hate I hated it. Do they show the monsters? What do they look like? They're like these flying birds with like a mean face. They sound pretty. It sucks. They sound kind of fun. Um, speaking of shows and movies on Netflix and Hulu, I believe you mentioned shutting off the Hannah uh, TV adaptation. Hannah. Yes, I did. You didn't make it through, huh? I, One of my I, clients said he watched all of it. Oof. No good? I barely even gave it a go. What didn't you like about it? Uh, how boring it was, mainly. And it was just like, I kind of liked the Hannah movie. That one that came out like... I, shut, I actually shut that off. Ten years ago at this point. Was with, it ten uh, years? I feel no. like I feel like that's been out a while. No way. I'm going to go five. Ready? That's got Eric Bana and Kate Blanchett and Shorsha Ronan. Eric Bana, friend of the show. That. Yep, he's in. Same with uh. Are we Sorshua. killing this bit, friend of the show? Yeah, I feel like we're doing it too much. Let's it's ease over, back. right? Let's ease back. Yeah, we're we've done. both done like three. It's yeah. dead. It's done. It's over. We can't do it again for like three weeks. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. That bit. Hannah came out in 2011, so it's been nine years, eight years. Okay, so I'm in the wheelhouse. I like that movie. It's a very uh, Joe Wright directed it. Who the yes. fuck is that? He directed that movie and then like 800 like 
period pieces with Kira Knightley. Oh. He's like the guy. Oh, in Darkest Hour, that Winston Churchill movie. Yeah. That, like, I was, didn't. Did that get nominated for Best Picture? Yeah. Yeah. Gary and Oldman won, right? He won. Yeah. I couldn't make it through that movie. I didn't watch it. It was very Gary Oldman. Snoozy. I don't like him. I don't like Gary Oldman in anything except True Romance. And the Fifth Element, sound? Nope. which I watched recently, and it holds up, especially his performance. I like the Oldman. Fifth Element, but mostly because of Bruce Willis. That uh, uh, what else? Continue about Hannah though. Why? Why I, did yeah, you hate it? I was like, I need to like cycle back three features in my head to what we were talking about. That's how we always do it. But yeah, Hannah the movie was decent. It didn't. Des- it's not a story that deserves like uh, remake or reboot, especially one that's like a you know ten hours TV show. It's like ten episodes. It's an hour long drama. It's the same storyline. Yeah, same not continued or anything. It's just they took it and yeah, put it just into like, a television show. Yeah, like let's just redo it and like stretch it out. So they just took everything and developed it a little bit further. Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's like a whole different thing once it gets going, but it's the same basic thing. It's like this guy... I like that one bit. This guy who used to be an assassin who is like living off the grid and raising his daughter to be a killer, and then like he dies. And, so it's the professional. And she, yeah, and like she has to like... She's like living with a family and like trying to blend in as just like uh. a girl... And then everyone finds out she's like a gritty assassin when some I'm really gritty assassins come to grittily assassinate her. Really? Grittily. <laughs> I guess. I'm so tired of everybody just recycling everything. Yeah. It's Whether like, it's like the actual movie, like let's make Hannah into a show, or it's just the concept. Like the idea of Hannah is a stolen idea to begin with. Like yeah. I said, it's the professional. Yeah. And then it totally, that was the biggest thing watching. With my girl like, Natalie Portman. Fr- Nope. <laughs> was that a bit give up? Yes. I love it. I was going to say friend of the show. Ooh. Um, we were going to talk about our top five favorite movies of all time. Ooh. Now that we've skewered everything that's coming out on streaming platforms for the next two weeks. Yes. What else? <clears throat> I only prepared my joke top five. Do you want to hear those? Um, and then what? We're going to make it all about me? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> yes. Uh, my fake top five was, okay. is Norbit, uh-huh. Gotti, uh-huh. Chappie, uh-huh. Jumper, <laughs> and fucking Jumper. Oh. I, I hate jumpers. One of my favorite bits of dialogue from the movie. <laughs> and rounding out the top five is Welcome. I'm Hayden Christensen. <laughs> rounding out the top five is Welcome to Marwen. That's oh. my top five of all time. Oof. Wow, yes. Jumper was bad. Yes. Let's just talk about Jumper. Jumper. Basically, it's Hayden yeah, Christensen like, gets the ability to teleport. Oh, yeah, he's teleporting, which they call jumping, which makes like the coolest thing in the world, teleporting, sound not cool or fun at all. Do you know Doug Lyman, who directed Swingers, directed te- yes. Jumper? I just realized this. I'm actually a fan of his work. He did uh, yeah, a, Born Identity. I didn't Edge like of it. Tomorrow Edge of Tomorrow is an incredible movie that I feel like nobody's seen that movie. <sighs> yeah, it was cool. Folks, it's a classic. And he this, did, uh, oh. supposedly making a sequel to he it. He was the EP on Suits for all 119 episodes. boy. And Suits hasn't been canceled yet, surprisingly. Wow. I might do a whole deep dive on Suits. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be right there with you. I'll dive into the, the murky waters. Scoots? Watching Suits? <coughs> Sounds like a segment. Um, okay, in. so that's your joke top five. Yeah. 
No, but I, I started writing one. Well, I, give me your one of your fucking top five for a real movie. One that's definitely in my top five. I feel like my top five is always like changing. Which, you got to pick a solid one and keep it, unless something sneaks in. One that's definitely in there for all time that I think we saw in the theater together, if I am correct, Shaun of the Dead. We Fir- did. Firmly. And that's in, in your top. fucking top five? Firmly. Really? Forever. Okay. That's a movie that, just Simon real quick. Simon Pegg. It's, yeah, Simon Pegg, directed by Edgar Wright. It's like the zombie comedy. It's the perfect, like, mix of comedy and horror movie. Because, like, it's a great comedy, and you, like, get to know the fun characters. And then, like, later in the movie, it becomes, like, actually a horror movie, and, like, they're dying, and, like, it hits harder because you're, like, on board with them because they're such fun comedy character. Yeah, it's a good movie. I, I, I didn't love it. We historically have joked about me hating it over yes. the last couple you know, I don't know, twenty years. You probably but wanted to walk out while we were seeing it. I, while I'm like I'm I believe I later bought it and then I bought Hot Fuzz, the pre or the follow up movie with the two of them. I forget the heavy set guy's name. Nick Frost. Nick Frost. I met yeah. Edgar Wright once after mm. he directed Scott Pilgrim Saves the World. Another movie Scotty loves. Uh, fishiest handshake hmm. I've ever experienced in my life. Classic director, guys. He stuff. and Michael Sarah. I met yeah. them and Jason Schwartzman all in one whack. Jason has a normal handshake. Michael Sarah mm-hmm. and Edgar Wright fish. Like like as if someone that had slipped right. a, like a tuna into my hand oh. that had just been peeled off of a dock. You were like, I'm Mr. Manager. Uh-huh. We just, 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 yeah. We just say manager. Me stepping on you there. Deep tracks. Yeah, that's a good one. It's yeah. a good. I wouldn't go top five. I wouldn't even go top hundred for me. But I mean, it's and it's a the, good. I'll acknowledge that it's a good movie. Yeah. It's just not my style. It's a movie that I always say like that. There's no fat on it. Like every scene, when a scene starts, I'm like, oh, it's this scene. It's like, oh, this is. It's just all good all the way through for me. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yes. That's that's sort of how you pick a top five of like movies that you wouldn't cut anything out of them. Yeah, literally. Yeah, like there's no filler. I think it's like just. That's how I feel about Pulp Fiction. Like I wouldn't chop anything out of it. Let's segue into yours. I assume that's in your top that's five, my friend. One. It'll be my number one until I'm dead. That's there's, a, there's nothing. Kind of a default number one, but fair also. I don't care at all. I know. I'm just saying. I it's have just... been into that movie since. Uh, me and my boy Teddy Hughes watched it. <laughs> uh, his sister had a copy on VHS, and we watched it down in his basement. Buddy of the show. I Buddy of the show. Out. I hope he's listening. <laughs> um, he could be. He's actually a person we've met. Um, our- yeah, we watched it in his basement when we were like... It had just come out on VHS, and I remember we had to like sneak because we were 12, and we mm. watched it, and I was like, this rules. Oh, yeah. That's early for yeah. such a, such a, a hard like, R rating. Like film. the the... You know, like the rape, anal, male on male rape scene, and like the yes. just the violence and the language and the heroin use and the heroin <laughs> it's, dealing. It's really got it all. It, they, it they is hit, the perfect movie. Tarantino hits every fucking button with Pulp Fiction. And okay. we could, I could talk about it all day, and then people would get really bored. Did you say N bomb too? I didn't, but he. But yeah. There's a lot of those. Yeah, and like, I don't even think I'd ever heard that word before. Exactly, like not, I, not just swears. Like you're learning, like just the N word. It's just every. They hit every. Tarantino is like one of those. Like, it's like he wants to make a movie and just check all the profane boxes of like anything that he can do that would be furling eyebrows. He okay. does it. Okay, that's what I do. Okay, I. But I love it, and it's perfect in my opinion. I love the whole. I love every storyline. I love how they're woven together. I love how if you haven't seen it more than once, it's confusing as shit. Mm. I just it's the script is great. He won an Oscar for that script. Um, it's true. It's great. 
Nothing. I don't have one bad thing to say about it. Um, my second in the top five is Happiness. Wow. Which is an off-the-beaten-path movie that you and I watched together for the first time. I bought it on DVD having never seen it because it was in one of those 500 movies to watch before you die books. Mm. And I was like, I was looking through it and there's a, a I, what's the guy who plays Dr. Maplewood What's the, from Spider-Man? What's his name? Dylan Baker. There it is. Uh, Dylan Baker is in a photo like a like a still from the movie and it's him with an automatic rifle in a park and I'm like he's wearing like a golf shirt and tucked in with tucked into chinos with an AK in his hand like that looks interesting mm. so I ordered on DVD and it's great mm. it's like the perfect it's t- from director Todd Salons who's done Welcome to the Dollhouse Palindromes Wiener Dog Dark Horse Life During Wartime um, Storytelling those are I, I enjoy all of the, his movies. He's mm. one. He's the only director that I can say I like everything he's done. Ooh, I don't big. like everything Tarantino's done. I don't like everything that Scorsese has done. Close, but I mean, like, there's like Kundun and um, Last Temptation of Bunch Christ. Bunch of weird is, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like weird, boring, yeah. like music documentaries that are just unnecessary. Like, oh, the Stones. Like, gives a shit. <laughs> but Todd Salons is, is, in my opinion, the a perfect director just the the weird hodgepodge cast yeah. strange writing like just the way all the shots are laid out how he has like that perfect encapsulation of like florida in the 90s like it's just yeah. happiness is go ahead i'm no it's stampeding you no it's good he's just so like particular like if you watch one of his movies you you know within five minutes if you're in or not it's very like in your face yeah. and like dark like can like, I like I'm gonna play the trailer for happiness like, insanely like dark. there's no way for me to properly explain it yeah there's too much going on I was about I was trying to think about how to explain like that let's movie. just I'll play it's the trailer just, and it's one of those trailers where they narrate stuff it's, it's one of those like ensemble movies where there's a bunch of different characters with their own storylines then they all get intermingled and it's insane it's good we had this talk before things went too far you know love it got too serious is it someone else? No. It's just you. People are always putting New Jersey down, but that's just because they don't get it. Yeah, I'm he, living in a city. He's always playing like fun, peppy no, music in the background like while people are talking about like the darkest like thing this, imaginable. In my opinion, it's Philip Seymour Hoffman's best they movie. Think. Uh, He's great in it. Anyone's so boring. Oh, what? We all Oh, that was pretty good. Was that good? He's half in. Yeah, the trailer's not really working. You yeah. can't really hear it. It yeah. sounds like shit. It, and you're not getting it. It's into 290s. It. But like, it's a black comedy where they go, they make everything from like a creepy, lonely guy calling women and masturbating into the phone to a woman cutting a man's penis off to a child molester. And they make all of those things funny. Mm. And then a dog <laughs> eating a kid's semen. Like all of these things are in the movie and they all make me laugh. And it's like how you could say that and it would be like, how is that even? All your favorite things in one movie. So that's happiness. And you can't get Pulp Fiction. I believe it's on Netflix now. They'll leave it there for a while. You can get that anywhere. Happiness, you're going to have to buy the DVD and take my word for it. I don't even yeah. think it's, it's not even on iTunes. It's one of those things like it's all about tone. He really nails like an, an impossible tone. That's yeah. like... Just that's a dark. Perfect, that's a perfect way of putting it. He's in. I thought you'd like that. Yeah, I did. And also, I love how it's called Happiness. It's like the most fucked up movie ever made, and it's called Happiness. It's just perfect. 
You're like, why is it? That doesn't even really make sense. Yeah. He also did Welcome to the Dollhouse. I don't think I mentioned that. Uh, which is okay. That's my least favorite of his movies. And that's the one he's the most known for, of course. Yeah. That's, that's how it always goes. That's his goes. most, like, normal movie. After, after that, he's like, I'm going to, like, lose my mind and, like, do my own thing over here. Yeah. In the cut. How um, deeply. What else? Silence of the Lambs will probably be number three. That is a classic ank flick it right really there. Ted, I don't, Ted I'm not Demi. surprised to hear that. I was looking Jonathan at Jonathan Demi. That's what I meant. Jonathan Demi. Who's Ted Demi? I think his brother who does What something. did he do though? Now I gotta look uh, it up. He's on it. Jonathan Demi died last year. Mm-hmm. And then I was looking at Milos Foreman. Milos? Who directed one of my other top five. He died last year too. You were looking at Milos? So they're killing off all my favorite directors. All your boys. But Silence of the Lambs, I don't have to discuss what it is. It's People know. I saw that with my Uncle Billy when I was also too young i was i think i was 10 when i saw that movie that came out in like 80 what nine and it was i was young as fuck when i saw that also on vhs all my favorite movies were a nice vhs watch i think you got your r-rated movie activation before i did i wasn't watching these movies at that age i got activated with r-rated movies when i was 10 i think you're much cooler as a result of that and i'm jealous (laughs) i think i have like ptsd (laughs) Um, fair, 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 fair. That being said, I mean, for those of you who haven't seen it, go see it. I think Silence of the Lambs pops in and out of Netflix as well. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, I've seen it on. I've seen it streaming before. Yeah. I think that's a buyer though. I'd buy that on iTunes yeah. for nine ninety. Everyone probably owns that. Yeah. If if you're at least on if you VHS. like movies about serial killers, everybody yeah. seems to be into the serial. Like if if Silence of the Lambs came out now with whoever the equivalent of Anthony Hopkins would be, Kevin James. Right. Fuck, we brought him up earlier. That's yeah, a bad example. I know, not funny. Um, <laughs> it's funny, funny, but we wasted Kevin James. Yes, I yes, wasted yes. Kevin earlier. Okay. Anyway, we it, what yeah. I'm saying is if it came out now, like in the the time where everybody's listening to like the, the murder podcasts and true crime is such a big thing, mm. it would have done, not that it didn't do well back then, it won a bunch of Oscars, yes. but it would probably win more Oscars. Or not, not necessarily about the Oscars, but it would be more successful now as a film. Yeah. I think if that's and even possible. That's another movie that like a lot of movies like bite the style and stuff from. Yeah, it was one of those. It was a biggie. Yeah, um, five for ten. Something something said he was this, but may have lied. Take this thing back to Baltimore. Um, the Royal Tenenbaums is next on my list. Toughened your nipples, didn't it? I'm still over here in the <laughs> Silence of the Lambs Did you quote zone. <laughs> You nurse Catherine yourself. Okay, let me reassess. Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums. We saw that in the theaters. You famously lost your wallet right before we walked in and I were did. really jazzed. And I love that. It the, ruined your whole experience. But the movie was so good that I enjoyed it, even though I was like distressed about my wallet watching the whole Let's time. Let's be honest. I was still like. Old this... Scotty, what was in that wallet? <laughs> Probably the same thing that's in it now, like fourteen dollars and like <laughs> like a crushed up piece of piece of gum yes. and like a like butterfly, a, like a the business whole card from Blockbuster. Yes, from like no. the assistant to the assistant manager. But yeah, and then my some nice stranger returned my wallet to my home in the interim. So when we when I got back from the features, did you give him a nice over the pants dry guy? I did, and that's, that's he was very appreciative. Gentleman, yes. Uh, Royal Tenenbaums is Wes Anderson's best movie. Wow. You could box me all day with Rushmore and, and Bottle Rocket. I, I think I, it's close, but I'm going to go Tenenbaums. I might throw up those dudes. I like the cast better. 
I like the flow of it better. I think it's one of the coolest looking movies I've ever seen. Mm, like yes, if yes, if yes. we were going to do an episode of the Rewatchables, <laughs> that Bill Simmons podcast that I'm good, now into, good which podcast. is great. Yes, I love. If that they thought. haven't hit Royal Tenenbaums, I'm going to tweet them. I don't think they have. Like, how could they not? I feel like if they did, I would have listened to that. Cause I listened when, to the Wedding Crashers one the other day. Your advice it was very good. Yeah. Once I found out about that pod, I cruised through and listened to all the ones for, like, you know, my movies. Of course. The, and uh, Naturally. They cover a lot of good ones. They cover good a lot pod. of ground. Yeah, it's a good pod. Bill Simmons is very funny. He's a sports writer, but somehow knows a ton about movies, which yeah. I respect. Usually it's like one or the other. You're not going to be like as yeah. knowledgeable about... like He must just be a genius because yeah. like, where do you put all this knowledge? Yeah, exactly. I have room for TV and movies and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Everything else just kind of falls out. There's not one sports stat in my mind like at all. He's got... That's a good point. He's very multifaceted. But yeah, Royal Tenenbaums will be good on the rewatchables just because it is... And one I, of the most rewatchable movies of all time. Like, you can yeah. put it on start to finish. It's a good two hour movie and just cruise. Like, Gene Hackman's hilarious. Ben Stiller's hilarious. Gene Hackman should have won an Oscar for that role. You want to talk some jive? I'll talk some jive. He's, he's incredible in that. You forget it's Gene Hackman. He just, like, is Royal yeah, Tenenbaum. Yeah, he really is. That's, That's one of my. Royal Tenenbaum himself is one of my favorite characters in anything ever. Yeah. He's so relatable, just like... Let's shag ass. Yeah, just like a dickhead who like knows he's doing the wrong thing, but he's just like, ah. Then he, then he reveals his heart of gold late in the film. It's, it's I think you're having mind. a nervous breakdown. <laughs> Never recovered from Rachel's death. Uh, go see it. I don't think it's on streaming. The only bad thing I have to say about that movie Come is on. I've seen it too many times. That's not a thing. You, I know, but I, I did a thing. Oh, you were doing a thing. Yeah. My fault. <laughs> I ruined your bit. Uh, and my final top five, number five, is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm. Nicholson. Wow. Uh, Danny DeVito. Uh, Christopher Lloyd. Yes. That Friend wo- of the show. That woman who's dead <laughs> who played Nurse Ratchet. I can't remember that Indian guy. It's He's just good. great. It's Nicholson at peak Nicholson. Mm. Like, it's just, like, 70s, like, coolest guy on the planet. Like, coming off all kinds of heat. I gotta watch this again. This is a movie I've only seen, like, once. Oh, it fucking rules. And my dad had me watch that one years ago. Oh, kid. I think we popped that on a VHS as well. Like, we would... We that's a good to do, like, movie. a week... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, nice the Nice two and a half. Movie. You have a good, like, Sunday sit-down. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> It was, yeah. I gotta say... No, continue, but I'm surprised by a movie that's not in your top five, but go on. What did I leave out? I mean, American Psycho? Not in your top five? It sneaks Seems... into the top ten, but I gotta say, like, I okay. think I think One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest bumped it recently okay. just because Nicholson, in my opinion, is more of a talent than Bale. And I, and I could go back and forth on myself with that, too, but... That's fair. I just, when, when you first brought up top five, I was like, oh, well, American Psycho will be in there, obviously. I'd say that's number six. Okay. I mean, it's a home run movie. It might be in my top five. It's a classic that has aged uh, very well. Nicholson hasn't done a movie in a decade either, which bums me out. Yeah, he's like done. It's over. He was supposed to do this movie with Kristen Wiig where he played like her wacky father, but I think that is not happening anymore. He's just fucking he great. Bailed. In, like, I enjoy all these movies I'll list. Like, yeah, we make fun of it, but The Departed. <coughs> I liked him in The Bucket List. I don't care. Uh, I thought Anger Management was funny. <laughs> Something's got to get. I think him and he and Adam Sandler are a good duo. I loved him in the about list. Schmidt as good as it gets. Um, few good men rules. Batman, obviously. I almost watched Batman. broadcast news the other day. I've never seen that. I haven't either. That's one of those movies that I, 
yeah, like it's raves, and I've always wanted to watch it, but it sounds so boring. I'm never in the mood to watch it. His old movies, a lot of them are very slow. Like I had to power through Easy Rider, and that's one of those movies that like you gotta. Like I'm going in through his '60s movies right now, and there's some Sweezy ones. Rider. There's a lot I've never even heard of. Mm. He did a movie called. Like, he was in The Wild Ride in 1960. The Wild Ride. I don't know. Like, you know, Bale is, like, the new most, one of the most new, most talented guys. But yeah. I also wrote down some of my favorite actresses. Oh. Is that interesting? I mean, if you want to hit me with them, go Let's for it. Let's do it next week. We were yeah. already way over the limit here. You got anything else you got? Well, real. do you want to talk Destroyer real quick? Just I have a lot I, of Destroyer notes. Just because I know we both watched Let's it. Let's hammer out Destroyer and then we're done. Yeah, How about okay. that? This is the new... Uh, Berserker! The new, Would you like to... Did he say making fuck? Uh, no, but this... Olaf, girls think sexy. Destroyer, which is on Hulu. Love to tell the fans where they can watch Love how turkeys. I pre-ordered it and paid for it on iTunes, even though it popped onto Hulu immediately. Nicole Kidman, yeah. you minx. This was a rare, like, it came on a Hulu day of, like, digital release. They never do that. What did you think about that scene where Nicole Kidman gives an, gives a hand job to James <laughs> Jordan from Wind River? I love that you're reading from your notes, because I also took a note about the aggressive hand job that she gives to him. And he's like, spit on it. Yeah. And it's just like, he's all, they're both all dirty, because yeah. it's like the grittiest movie movie ever made or at least it's supposed yeah. to be no but let me just set it yeah, up yeah, real quick ahead. this is like the a nicole kidman as like a gritty seasoned cop movie which right off the bat it's very hard to buy nicole kidman in this role it's her the, they like slap a bunch of dirt on her face and just to make her like gritty and like she's in her car drinking the whole movie and it's just like like roaring around like god damn it like where's Sicario, where is he? Give me the intel. And it's just like, you know, you can put all that dirt on her face, but it's still like Nicole Kidman. It's she's not even that bad in it. I was just having trouble like getting into her as this character. But uh, hold on, let me cue up my notes here. Hank went to the bathroom, and the uh. I'm queuing up my notes and saying nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing. sorry about that. Um, but yeah, she's... Uh, did you notice Toby Huss, who played the Wiz from Seinfeld, made a little appearance? Oh, yeah. He was actually great. I'm the Wiz. Nobody beats me. And, uh, but yeah, I was just saying Nicole Kidman being like, hey, what's up? I'm so gritty. Like, With the dirt all over her face? It yeah. just felt like she... I was just, saying the same thing. <laughs> it's like, what, were they in the parking lot? And they just said, you know, Nicole, why don't you go ahead and throw a little dirt on your face? She's yeah. like, all right, love, I could do that. <laughs> And like she's such a beautiful woman with yes. such nice skin. So and they were trying to do the Charlize Theron monster thing, and it's just not working. Exactly. That's what no I was trying cares. to say, but failing to. But she, yeah, because there are a bunch of flashback scenes that show her younger, and like she looks great still. It's like insane how good she still looks. Yeah, and, she's th and then gorgeous. she's, yeah, and then she's just like, oh my god, I'm all gritty, and look at my like ratty hair, yeah, and, I, and I the dirt it. on my face. I hated it. It was making me laugh when you're supposed to be like, she was like going for an Oscar, trying to be so gritty, obviously. Did you mention how Karen Kusamov, who directed Aeon Flux, directed this? No, but I actually was a big fan of her movie before this, The Invitation. That, I, was, that I wrote gritty. that down too. I said that the guy wrote, the guy who wrote The Invitation uh, wrote, this? wrote this as well. Oh, a little Phil package he deal. Phil Hay. Phil Hay. Phil, and, Phil, I think you wrote 
the invitation much more strongly than you wrote yeah, this the film. invitation was great and it has logan marshall green who yes. rules and we had it made me laugh thinking about logan marshall green because that made me think of upgrade great most movie. underrated movie of 2018 I agree. That I, you famously bought me that package of cookie dough bites. It was a nice <laughs> gesture. And I proceeded to eat half and then let the other half spill into my seat at the theater and then sit on and it mushed into my shorts. Oh, yeah. And they weren't just mushed in. They were like the kind of mushed in from like, you, we were sitting there for two hours. Like, yeah, it was they like, were like baked it happened into right you. away. Like during the previews, those those cookie dough bites slid under my butt. <laughs> those little and then CDBs. Throughout the film, I just sort of marinated them right into my cheek. And yeah. then I got out of the theater and they were black shorts but like a big brown uh, yeah I remember seeing him being like did he shit himself for it a second it looked like shit yeah I was like oh no it's just a CDB massacre yeah in this movie it felt like they dug up every yeah. gritty sidecar ever made no but real quick The Imitation yeah, yeah. Karen Kusama's earlier movie has one of the best final shots of a movie I've ever seen ever. Just just to intrigue people into watching it yeah The Imitation it's a very was cool great it's on Netflix movie. still yes and if it's not just rent it it's fine so I was all excited to see this movie Destroyer her latest movie I was too I pre-ordered it like a fucking schmuck because we never got to it in the theaters mm. once again like a couple of schmucks what are we seeing tonight? Are, yeah. we, are we heading to go see uh, Moon or whatever that movie is with Robert Pattinson, my boy, friend of the... Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> see, when we go this long, I start recycling. Powering through. Uh, you know what I did we, like we, about Destroyer is Sebastian Stan. Yeah, with like a handsome guy haircut. He's, like, cool. he's a fucking stud and he's, he's awesome cool. and everything. And like I, Tanya was my favorite movie of 2017. Kid, he's the Winter Soldier. He's great. Yeah, I'm a fan. Of I him. think Nicole Kidman has a crazy he's got amount chops. of range. No, and this movie it wasn't great. I didn't love it, but it did like have its moments. There were scenes where I was like, "Oh, this movie's heating it up a bit." It looks cool in a couple of scenes, like the bank robbery scene. Great scene was cool. I remember videotaping yes. with my phone. Like this is awesome. I put it on my Instagram. Like, I know. yeah, the bank robbery scene was cool. I, you I, saw I, that I watched the second of that, and then I I wasn't pissed, but I just skipped it because yeah. I was like, I'm gonna watch this later. <laughs> Uh, I no, found but, it really hard to get past Bradley Whitford as anything but <laughs> Eric from Billy Madison. I can't watch him in anything. Oh, my God. I wrote in my notes that he's playing his character from Billy yeah, Madison yeah, yeah. in this movie because he's like the ultimate dick. Just like dick. a dick. Yeah. yeah. And I just keep picturing him like in the little shorts being like first team All-American, Harvard yeah. track, and like Sandler pushing him over that bench. <laughs> just, <laughs> do you see that guy's balls? Yeah. They were weird looking. Yeah. Um, no, but... Movies like this, like gritty cop thrillers, I feel like a lot of the times can be like unnecessarily complicated. And I think I enjoyed this for the most part because it like kind of looked cool and it was very easy to follow. It was a very, very simple Destroyer. movie. Destroyer. Yeah, Destroyer. It had, it had like. I got lost for a minute, I'll admit it. It had like seven characters. It was the most. You know how some movies like this can just get bogged down. I was in like anticipating nonsense. it being super deep and weird and confusing with like layered stories, and they didn't do that at all. Yeah. Which, you know, sometimes if you like the movie, that's cool, but if you don't, it's a nightmare. Yeah. If you don't like it, it's like, oh, so this Question is boring and I can't follow it. Like, sweet. And then it makes you feel dumb on top of it, and then you shut it yeah. off, and people ask you what you didn't like about it. And like, I ask people what they didn't <laughs> like about it. Classic. Um,. That's enough, though, dude. We've gone. We have two shows here, practically, for Christ's sakes. If anybody I've, makes it through this whole episode, uh, you can come over and I'll give you a back massage. Ooh, male or female? There's no. Yeah, we're woke. We're woke, and we'll do, um, we'll do whatever. What else you got? You got plugs? We're done. Plugs? I don't think I have any plugs. I'm uh, skip seasoned on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow me there, and uh, I'm gonna be in Space Jam too, so you can look for me there also. <laughs> Alongside LeBron James. Yes. We're like a fun duo. It's a thing. You'll see.
Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram at Ankner, A-N-K-N-E-R. Uh, once again, we have enough podcast t-shirts. So far, I only have one order in. Those are going to take a long... I'm going to be honest with you. They're going to take a long time to get made. I'm horribly unmotivated with that. NBD. But they will happen. You'll have it for the summer. Um, That'll be... The, yeah, your, part of your summer... Uh, summer wardrobe. Cut yes. the sleeves off. Show off the guns. Exactly. Yeah, I'm at Ankner and Ankfit on Instagram. And go to my website, ankfit.com. And that's it. Folks, we've had enough. All right. Oh, and benefits before we go. Yes. I'll, do, I'll play the outro while I do the benefits incentives. Yeah, what does Monty promise the fans this um, week? Well, Monty actually, he didn't appreciate the new room massage thing last week. He wow. said that not only is that not enough, <laughs> it's more off-brand. So he said, come on down to Lancaster, mm-hmm. and you can rent the extra bedroom in his house okay. for $100 a month. Okay. You can have... A full body massage every day. Every day. But no oil, because the oil's too messy. Where his uh, exact words. He said, the oil's too messy, but if you get him in the house, we get nuts. He said those, that was his exact words. It's too messy, but we'll get nuts. <laughs> Verbatim. So go on down to Lancaster, get Benefix uh, from Monty, B-E-N-E-F-I-X dot U-S, and get nuts. Let's get nuts. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Keaton. Michael Have a great Keaton. week, everybody. He's a friend of the show, too. Ooh, snuck in one more. Love you, fans. Bye. It's the longest we've ever done. Oh, it's really? still going. This is great that they're getting this like <laughs> after the fact. A couple of fucking idiots. Yeah. We went to school for this, didn't we? <laughs> I don't even know how to shut it off.